Good evening, good afternoon, hello, good day. How are you? How is everybody doing? I do thank you so very much for uh, being here, for joining me. I uh, am absolutely grateful and thankful that you are here. Thank you so very much for being here. I am author speaker Diane Lubre, and I am the author of Abuser from the Playboy Pulpit series, as well as He Was There All the Time. I'm not in it by myself. My 31 day prayer, daily devotional with a journal and with affirmations, as well as my uh, first journal from my journal line entitled Dear God and you probably said why would you entitle a journal Dear God well there are a lot of people when we go through you know you don't know how to articulate your thoughts and sometimes you can write your thoughts down and I do believe because the Lord knew our thoughts are far off I do believe and I I, I do believe the Lord <laughs> I believe he's a very, very good reader. After all, he wrote the best-selling book, the B-I-B-L-E. So I believe when we do uh, write our thoughts, I do believe he hears, he sees, and he honors. Also, another reason why I came up uh, with that idea after prayer one evening, I was kind of laying across my bed and I always get, uh, people would ask me, well, how did you get to uh, pray like that? How, <coughs> excuse me, who taught you to pray like that? And I never even knew, y'all, I can pray. I never knew God had called me into prayer. That was not my thing. You know, I grew up in a Catholic church and we had our certain prayers to say and then got a little older 10 years old, got into the Pentecostal church. So I never knew, uh, I could pray as a matter of fact, the, the way I was brought up with prayer and, and reading the Bible, it was like a form of punishment. It was nothing to be enjoyed. It was nothing to, to look forward to. But then when you get older, you know, you, you know who you are, you have a chance to experience some things. You go through some things, you get to experience God for yourself the way you view God, the way you view prayer, you know, and your time with God, it tends to change because it, it becomes not religious anymore, but personal. It becomes, you know, I'm not trying to just get something from God. I want to build a relationship. And, you know, relationship is built on communications. And that's all uh, what prayer is, simply communicating to God and then allowing God to reciprocate and talk to you. So I wanted to uh, let you know about those. You can go to lubrebooks.com to purchase any of my copies or you can always, always, always go to amazon.com and there you can find all five of them. So thank you in advance, in advance. Someone, I found someone on Facebook and they said, oh, I listened to you on Anchor. So thank you so much. If you are listening today, I appreciate it. And if you are not following me on Facebook, would you please do the same? Because sometimes I do a Facebook live and audio and, and I don't always do Anchor because I can move around and do stuff and I say, I'll do it, but then I don't do it. So I have more of a set schedule 
for Facebook. So I'm going to try my very best to do that with Anchor. See if I can do the two of them at the same time, right? Kill two birds with one stone. But the thing is, I also try to do Periscope. So I'm going to need another device and knock out three birds with one stone. So that's my aim for the next six months, <laughs> right? But uh, today I just wanted to talk about a simple smile. You know, I reposted something on my fan page, author Diane Lubre, in regards to to our smile and how how our smile make others feel, and our smile it it can tell so much, and so many people uh doesn't smile, and and the reason why they don't smile it's not just because their teeth are not up to par, you know, because a lot of people don't have good teeth, you know. It's not because they're shy. It's not because, you know, whatever. But a lot of people don't smile because they're like, why smile? Ain't nobody smiling back at me. I smile at people and they just keep their jaws shut. So, so why smile? And a lot of people don't realize our smiles are infectious. So, I believe our smiles are put on the outside because it's not for us to see. It's for our fellow men and women to see. So when I smile, I don't see me smiling. I can tell I'm smiling. I can feel I'm smiling. But I don't see my smile. But the person looking at me sees my smile. And we uh, often forget how powerful a simple smile is, you know, we, we forget that you can just smile at somebody and all of a sudden someone who felt like they was invisible all of a sudden feels like, you know what, I can go on again because there are so many people walking around with these masks on and, and, and with these for different facades and, and they're in a place of total darkness and a place of annihilation. I know I came from a place of rejection and when you come from a place of rejection, all you're looking for is for someone to accept you, someone to smile and a simple smile says, hey, I accept you. Hey, I recognize you. Hey, I notice you. Hey, you, you're not invisible. You can be seen. So one smile can do so much. I believe a smile can, can change someone's mind to, to say, you know what, I'm going to end it all. And because nobody sees me, nobody knows me, nobody recognizes me. I'm just going to end it all because it's not worth it. I'm, I'm not getting anything out of the smiling business. You know, and in the news lately, we've been hearing of so many people in Hollywood, you know, just taking their own lives. And, and, and it's not, it's, I was talking to my friend and, and, and I was saying to her, you know what, uh, there are people who have bukus of money and, and they may be able to, to, to buy a smile, but they cannot buy joy. You know what I'm saying? Because when you have joy, joy is something that is within. I don't care how much money you have, you cannot buy joy. You you may be able to buy happiness for a little bit. Oh, I'm going to buy me a new car and it's going to make me happy. And once the novelty of the new car wears off, where's the happiness? No happiness. But when you have joy, 
It doesn't matter what comes. It, it doesn't matter what happens. You know that there is something or somebody on the inside that is holding you up. And that's why you haven't cracked. That's why you haven't thrown in the towels. That's why you haven't just, you know, just, just say, you know what, this is it. I'm done. I'm gone. In spite of all the things that that are going on in the world, guess what? We still have a lot to be grateful for. We still have a lot to be thankful for. We still have a lot because as bad as we may have it, you know, it, you hear it all the time, someone has it worse. I heard of the story about the man that was complaining he didn't have shoes until he saw a man that had no feet. You have nothing to complain about, you know? You we you might not have the big house everybody's talking about. Everybody want to be a boss and everybody is rocking out and everybody's doing this and everybody's living this lavish lifestyle. And a lot of people are living these lifestyle with the big mansions and the Rolls Royce and millions and billions of dollars in their, in their bank accounts. And guess what? On the inside, they're just empty and hollow. They have nothing to hold them. They have nothing to keep them. They have nothing to keep them going. So they look at it and I just can't handle life. And what do they do? They just go ahead and they take their own lives. I I remember when I went through a couple of bouts of depression and suicide. You know, I thought about it. I came close to it. I attempted it. But you know what? I am so glad God never allow me to 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 complete it i am so glad because now i look back and i see and i say you know what Th things uh back then was rough things back then was tough but you know what god brought me through it you know god god held my head up. He he kept me moving when I didn't want to move, when I couldn't move, when I couldn't find anything good. You know, God just kept me moving. And as I kept on moving, all of a sudden, it's like when, when a dark cloud covers the sun, you know, as long as that dark cloud is there, everything, you know, is no life and, and, and nothing is good. But as that cloud begin to give way, little by little, more and more sunshine begins to shine through. And that's what God did as I kept on moving and as I kept on going. He just made my life a little better. He made he made life a little sweeter. He 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 put a bigger smile on my face because I came to realize, you know what? My worth is not by the label on my back. My worth is not the shoes on my feet. My my worth is not the material things, but my worth is found in God. My my worth is is found not just in God, but in the awesome sacrifice that he gave up for me. Can you imagine this man having one son, one and only son, and he give him up for you, knowing all the things you will do, knowing all the ways you're going to act and behave. And he say, you know what, because I love you this much. I'm going to sacrifice my son. And that's how I look at it. I make it really personal, you know, when it comes to salvation and, and, and the great uh, 
sacrifice that the Lord did, you know, just so I can, I can have joy, you know, just so I can have peace. The people can't sleep at night. They have all these different, you know, uh, a sleep aid, uh, you know, one of, what's her name? Roseanne Barr. She said what she said and, and she blamed it on, on her sleep aid. You know what I'm saying? All the money, all the no notoriety, all, all the fame, you know, that show was doing so good, was pulling in 18 million viewers. And, you know, that couldn't bring her joy. That couldn't bring her peace. And what happened? It cost her her job along with everybody else who was working for that show, everybody else lost their job. So only God and them know what else they lost, their peace, their house, their cars, you know, because money cannot give us what only God can give us. And I do believe our smiles, it's, it's a weapon against the enemy. I believe our smiles are weapons against the negativity and the pre-radicals from the enemy that come busting at us. I, I do believe our smile is a shield. You know what I'm saying? So you come at me with your nasty funk, stank, dirty attitude, and I just smile. When when folks are when folks is expecting for you to go off and folks expecting for you to just act a nut, act a fool, smile. They're gonna be like, well what's wrong with you? What's wrong with him? What's wrong with her? Why you ain't acting like you used to before? Why you know what I'm saying? Take him off guard. Take away that power that they had over you. Take it away from them. Don't let them have that power because it's your 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 smile, your joy, your peace is too precious. Don't give nobody that much power over you that will that will have you in a place of, you know what, I don't want to live anymore. I'm just gonna go ahead and and just Throw in the towels and just just give up, you know. I know I have family. I know I have children. I know I have a spouse. I know I have a job. I know I have all this, you know. But you know what? Because I just can't do it anymore. I'm just going to throw in the towel. And I believe people who don't know what the Bible says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I believe the people who don't know that. They are the one that are that are you know taking their lives. They are the one that that are not doing so good, and they're the one that doesn't think or feel like tomorrow is gonna come. And when tomorrow come, tomorrow is gonna bring a change. But as bad as it may be today, I want you to hold your head up. I want you to keep smiling. I want you to not throw in the towels, but I want you to look in the mirror and, and see the awesome wonder that you are. I want you to look in the mirror and, and know that, hey, you know what? There's nobody else on this earth like me. Everybody who sees my daughter, they're like, oh my God, your daughter looks just like you. Oh my God, we've had people, are you guys sisters? No, that's the daughter, I'm the mama. I'm the, cause she's taller than me. She's bigger than me. So, you know, she looked like she should be the mama, but no, I'm the mama. I'm the one still holding the belt. She's 24 years old. <laughs> she's 24 years old, but I'm the one still holding the belt. Okay. Because I am still 
mama. My word still has a lot of power and it still has a lot of authority. And so I want you to know that you are the only one in the world and you may not think you are worth anything and you may not think that you are deserving of anything, but I do want you to know that you are somebody. You are you are uh you are deserving of of happiness and and joy and peace and gladness. You know what I'm saying? You you deserve all that, all the hell you've been through. You know, and you're going to tell me now you're going to throw in the towel. No, 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 no. I learned whenever the vice gets too tight, that's when you are at your precipice of of deliverance. That's when your deliverance is coming. The Bible tells us to look up for our redemption draweth nigh when when the pressure get intense. You know, the doctor don't say to to the mama in labor, okay, lay back, go ahead and grab the remote. We're going to bring you some ice cream. The doctor say, no, this push time, this is crunch time. We, we, we about to go to work. We, we can't lay back and just sit back and we have all this greatness. And no, 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 no. You, you, you got to make up your mind. Come hell or high water. I don't care who's with me, who's not with me, you know, whatever God have placed on the inside of me for the enemy to be fighting me that much for him to want me to take my life. You, I got to be a bad brother. I got to be a bad sister for him to come at me in that way for him to come at me. He can't even kill you. <laughs> The devil can't kill you, but he will make you kill yourself. Yeah, he can. He can mix, you know, a, a, a storm, you know, come your way, and, and he can he can do some things. But guess what? He can't kill you. You have power. You have authority. You have dominion to say, "Get under my feet." I bind and I rebuke you. And he can't look at you in your eye. He can't go toe to toe with you because guess who? backing you up the blood of Jesus and you have the blood of Jesus backing you up you a bad brother you a bad sister and you're gonna say no I am not gonna die today no not, not, not today I'm not gonna die until the Lord say okay baby come on home until then I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna empty out myself and I'm gonna do everything Thing that God have called me to do. Everything God have placed in me, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to shortchange the world. I'm not going to shortchange my family. And definitely, I'm not going to shortchange myself. I am going to keep kicking, keep dog paddling, whatever you got to do. You got to get on your back and just float, honey. Do it until you get to your destination. Do it until you make it because you can make it. I heard Bishop Jake say, God is the perfect architect. He said, God never builds buildings without an exit. He never built a building without, without an exit because he know when you get in there, some may break out. Somebody going to come up to your front door and you can't get out. So you got you to gotta be able to exit stage right. And he makes sure he builds and he put in those 
exits. So when you feel like there is no way out, I want you to look up. Don't look down. I want you to look up, look at you in the mirror, and ask yourself, why? What is it about me <laughs> that scares that devil like that? I mean, I know I'm a bad chick, you know, but what is it about me besides being a What makes me so bad that a homeboy wants me to take myself out? And when you get to realize it's because of the who, not, not, not the who you are, but the who that is in you, you get to see that's why. Because he don't want you to succeed. He don't want you to, to reach your maximum potential. He don't want you to get to that place you know, the, 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 the things that God have placed in you. He don't want you to get there. So he much rather make you feel like you're not gonna because he know when you get to that promised land, baby, that milk and honey will be flowing. Okay. You are going into the land of milk and honey. And just like the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, and all them ites came against the children of Israel to stop them from going in. They did. God had to kill some folks. Now, let me say that. <laughs> Some folks, God gonna, gonna have to get out of your way. Some folks, God gonna have to sever some relationships. Some, some, some places, God gonna have to put a padlock on that door where you can't go in and you can't walk out. So, so some things are gonna take place. But all things are working together for the good of those who love God and that are the called according to his purpose. And that's you. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So I, I, I hope that these words have blessed you. I hope that these encouraging words have given you something to think about. And I just want to thank you so very much, so, so, so very much for being here. And and I, I will do better by y'all. <laughs> I'll do better by y'all, but uh, go ahead and please share this. Go ahead and, and follow me on here. You know, help me to to help the world because the people God have called me to are, are victims who, who have been beaten and bruised and battered that they think and feel like there's nothing good in them that, and that's victims of, of domestic abuse, victims of sexual abuse, you know? People who's been beaten and dogged out and, and dragged around and, 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 and made to feel like they're nothing, you know. But that does not mean, you know, we don't have a place in the world. And that does not mean we still don't have greatness within us. So, Anchor, thank you so much. Pocket, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. You guys have a great remainder of your weekend until we meet again next week god will monday god's will you guys be safe you guys be good as always one love that is the agape love of god lubrantbooks.com l-e-b-r-i-n-b-o-o-k-s.com thank you so very much i love you guys bye-bye everybody